Greetings, Fierce listeners. We're back once again with a quick Q&A. Fierce quick Q&A. Fierce Q&A was, a, was one Gosh, of the names. I can't get it right. <laughs> well, some, well, it's quick q and I, I don't know. We might change it to Fierce Q&A. Somebody yeah, recommended that. I like that Fierce name. Q&A. This is the fourth one, so we should probably figure it out soon. <laughs> but anyway, today we're, we're asking, or someone asked us this question, and I do feel like it's a good question that can sometimes be dismissed, right? Mm. It's one of these things that... We, we don't nuance often and well enough in the Christian community because people have strong opinions and it's almost like you vilify the other person if right. they have an opposite opinion. Right. So I just want to try to treat this question with some... With some nuance. Yeah, with some nuance. It's your and word. Lo- you like that word. It is my word because life is gray. I feel like there's a lot of gray <laughs> Speak for in yourself. Life. It's, it's not pretty just black, black and white, white over here. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So the question is this. It says, is it ever okay to have opposite sex friends that you share details about your marriage with. So is it ever okay to have friends of the opposite sex sex that you share details about your marriage with? Yeah, yeah. And so I I do want to first off say, listen listen up, because this is not an easy question. Mm -mm. I think there are aspects of it that are very intuitive, right? And we're going to get through that hopefully in the next five minutes or so. But there are some aspects that I don't want to dismiss and throw the baby out with the bathwater because... The bottom line is, I think there are ways to have healthy friendships between Christian men and Christian women. Mm -hmm. The way we have to approach it as people who are married is we have to approach it with an understanding of of what... um, We can approach it and live it out in a way that is above reproach. Ooh, that's good. Above reproach. So there are risks inherent to male-female relationships that are unique to male-female relationships. We need to go into it with those in mind, knowing and intending on mitigating those risks with wisdom, Mm. knowing that there are aspects of God's character that are reflected and glorified through male-female friendships that aren't romantic in nature. But first, we're actually going to pull a lot of this from an article that we found online. It's a very well-written article by a gentleman by the name of Paul Maxwell. It's on DesiringGod.org. And he just asked the question, can Christian men and women be friends? And so he starts off by listing multiple kinds of male-female relationships, a single woman and a married man, a married woman, a single man, a married woman, a married man, a single woman, and a single man. <laughs> okay. So, so I think in this case, we are talking specifically about a, a mar- married woman and a married man. Or just a married person and another non-married person would work as well. True. Um, Someone's married in the relationship. <laughs> so where this where, where would this come to, to bear would be like in a co- co-worker situation. Right. Or in a, if you a friendship, maybe go like to an, a gym or something. Yeah. And, or an old friendship from school, right? right. Or something like that. So the way the way Paul talks about going through this, again, this is Paul Maxwell in DesiringGod.org. He says, you have to weigh the risks of the relationship, imp- implement necessary and loving boundaries into the relationship, and reap a unique Christ-exalting benefits from the relationship. Okay, right. so the reason why he's fighting for this is because he's basically saying that we can easily dismiss it as saying, yes, it's okay because X, Y, and Z, and we have anecdotal evidence. Right. Or people will look and scream, no. And basically treat it like it's, a, it's illegitimate to even ask the question right. because you're exposing yourself to all this temptation. Right. And so he goes through, and we, I think we agree with this, as right. he lists through some of these unavoidable risks of male-female friendships. Right. Okay, the first one is unreciprocated feelings. He talks about the, the phenomenon of the friend zone. Right. Somebody wondering, is it going somewhere? The other gra- one's like, what? <laughs> I think that's going to be more prevalent if, it's, if neither of you are married. Right. Um, and right. if someone's unmarried and the other person is, then that could still be present. But mm-hmm. maybe it's hopefully it's not the case because right, that's right. headed toward adultery. It's not that that can never be God glorifying right. in that sense. Um, the next risk would be male and female friendships risk sexual temptation. So right. 
yeah. This, I, I mean, this one's the most clear one. It's like the one that we always say, well, absolutely not, because right. it could only go one way. And I don't think that automatically every male-female friendship has to lead towards sexual attraction. But Solomon writes, A wicked man with perverted heart devises evil, continually sowing discord. Therefore, calamity will come upon him suddenly. In a moment, he will be broken beyond healing. Mm. Um, so there's just, there, I think he's, we're highlighting that because there's a sense in us that is kind of inherently bent toward disobedience to God. Right. Right. And so there's, there's always that risk of sexual temptation. It's not a given, but it's definitely a risk. Right. Absolutely. In those friendships. And the third risk is the male-female friendships risk undermining marriage. Right. So this one's clear. He writes, it's common for single people to be demonized as the temptresses or the bait, while the married folk are just the victims of praying mistresses or misters. <laughs> Yet it seems that temptation often comes the other way, from the married person to the single. For example, Joseph and Potiphar's wife in Genesis right. 39, or or at least uh, ambiguous in the sense of the church member and his father's wife in 1 Corinthians 5. So I think the point is that understanding that there's a risk of a male-female friendship undermining a marriage on some level, regardless of regardless of who we're vilifying. Right, and he lists out a few questions that I think this person, you know, could could ask themselves about the nature of their relationship with the opposite, this person of the opposite sex. Are, are they spending time, are we spending time alone together? Are our meetings and our locations becoming more private? Are we complaining about our marriages or our love life to each other? Are we texting privately? Do we think or fantasize about them, uh, about a life with them? Um, and do you find yourself excusing, he says, excusing intimacy that would be otherwise inappropriate? So it would be like an elbow touch or right, like maybe right. y- you are a back rub. touching their hand or yeah. something while, you know, just in passing that, you know, you kind of know like uh, that was inappropriate. Right, right. There's a little bit longer of a linger. Right. <clears throat> longer linger. Longer linger. It's so, always in- inappropriate. And that's where I want to go back to the original question <laughs> because we haven't really, we've talked in general about male-female relationships, but the original question says about where you share details about your marriage with them. This implies two things. You're married. Right. (laughs) Okay. So there's no singleness happening here. Right. And then the second thing is you're sharing details about your marriage with the opposite sex person. Right. Why would you do that? What is there to be shared? What details would be pure enough or like okay enough to share? Uh, Details just elicit too much, I think. Yeah. And so like, yeah, the details to me, yeah, you're right. That's a, that's a deeper word that says word, I'm yeah. sharing frustration or I'm sharing anger. And what is that? If I'm not just a way to emotional divide emotional intimacy Emo- that I'm yes. lacking in my marriage. And I do, I do think that's just to be clear, we think that's appro- inappropriate. Right. It's wrong. And it's going to lead down a path that is not God honoring. It's not God gonna, glorifying yeah, and it's not going to be for your health. Calamity. Calamity. Yeah. It's going <laughs> to, it's so then this article goes through and talks about establishing appropriate boundaries. So right. let's just go through this quickly. No private text messages. Right. I think that's always going to be inappropriate. You and I have a strict policy where if, if you, for some reason, have to text like a guy friend of ours, you're not just doing that alone. You're right. copying me on it. Or their wife. Or their wife. Right. Yeah. It's never, it's always not, it's never just Direct. You, you and them. It's yeah. never just me and them. Right. Yeah. Um, no private or secret meetings. Okay. The right person or people are, they always know. <laughs> yes. Yes. So anytime I've had to have a meeting with a coworker, um, who is of the opposite sex, which that's pretty much all of them <laughs> right. who, who work with us, right. um, then it's, you, you always know what's happening. And right. usually it's always gonna be a public place. Right. I make a, make a point not to meet in my office, in our house, especially ever. And it's, that's especially the case if you're not there. Right, right. Um, you would never put yourself in that situation. <clears throat> um, and then no detail. This is where the question comes to bear is there's no detailed discussion of your marriage or your love life. Right. That's just not appropriate. It's not going to lead anywhere productive. Right. Um, 
and, and it's so wisdom. I mean, it really is just <clears throat> a call to wisdom, right? A call to heed wisdom mm-hmm. and to embrace what God is his instruction, right? And I think that sometimes we can just want to take our highway and think, mm-hmm. okay, we're safe. The, the Bible doesn't really say anything. And I'm asking the fierce marriage people and they're not really saying, you know, it's like, no, I think you know in your heart the fact that you're asking these questions yeah. means that there's there's some some sin or some potential sin that is, is starting to ruminate in your, mar- in your you, relationship with this person. Right, right. And I think that's very good to have those checks in your heart. I will say this. You and I have plenty of friends of the opposite sex. We really do. But they're usually spouses of good friends of ours, and we're never hanging out alone. And we never so discuss details we, we about our discuss. marriage with them alone. Right. And we have conversations, but they're always in like a group setting. And of course, you're going to be nice. You're going to, you want to know what's happening in your friend's life, but it's always going to be in a healthier, God-honoring way. And that comes in the context of clear communication and strong community, uh, which God does reward, right? So there's this verse in 1 Corinthians 10, 23. I love this verse. It says, I am, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. Right. There's a couple of good versions of that. (laughs) Yeah. And all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. beneficial. Yeah. And Paul is saying like, okay, you can do some things free of conscience. Like if your conscience is free to that, just know that it's not necessarily going to lead to life. Like it's probably okay to eat a Twinkie every morning. It's not going to be beneficial to eat a Twinkie every morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's lawful, but it's not going to help you. So just use wisdom in these areas, uh, set up c- clear boundaries, right. set up clear boundaries with each other and clear communication with each other. <clears throat> and I do think it is possible to have a, f- a friendship. I don't think it's possible or beneficial to have a friendship with the opposite sex where you're discussing details from your marriage. 